Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome back to another Fanalyze episode. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down all the news around the NFL uh, the past week or so. Alex could not be here. He was sick. Uh, I know you all are very disappointed about that. But um, without further ado, let's get into this episode. All right, the first piece of news I want to get into is 2K and the NFL came to an agreement where they can start making football games again. This is great news. Everybody's been waiting for this. The last 2K football game that was made was back in 2007, and we're getting it back. EA is holding their breaths right now because they know that Madden, it's not the best football game. So there is room for competition there, and 2K can seriously take a lot of their fans away from EA. So I really think 2K is going to start dominating, assuming that the game's is really good because, let's be honest, everybody who has played Madden has complained about Madden and has thought if there were another football game, how well would it do? I really think that 2K is just going to boom. So I'm really excited to see this. Hopefully it comes next year, but these things take time to develop, so we're just going to have to see. All right, as much as I hate to kill the mood here because I just got you guys excited, we're going to bring it down a notch And talk about something that's a little sad, especially for you Ravens fans. Marshall Yonda, 13 years in the NFL, 8-time Pro Pro Bowler. He is retiring, which is horrible news for Ravens fans. That offensive line, it, it was really stacked this year. They had two, maybe even three Pro Bowlers from it. Uh, Marshall Yonda being one of those. And that just... Man, that's a huge hole now at the guard spot. The Ravens haven't had to worry about his spot in 13 years. I mean, he's been that solid. I, I can't remember a year when anybody had complaints about him, really. he He's just been probably the best guard of the decade. That might be a little bit of an overstatement, but I'd put him top five at least. So then the debate becomes... Is he a Hall of Famer? And I don't think there's really a question about this. If you guys disagree, you can talk to us at Instagram, uh, at Fanalyze Sports. Um, But Marshall Yonda, he's absolutely a Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. One of the most consistent guards out there. Uh, I'd put him top five currently, and he's not even in his prime right now. So Marshall Yonda, the soon-to-be Hall of Famer, maybe even first ballot, I I just I'd put him first ballot. I don't know about you guys, but just an incredible guard, and that's a huge hole for the Ravens to fill here. So, Marshall Yonda definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, next, we are going to go to Jimmy Graham. You guys might have heard about this. The Packers plan to release him. Um, I believe tomorrow, if not Friday, they're going to release him, and um, this is more trouble for the Green Bay Packers. We know their problem has been playmakers, especially at the wide receiver position. Uh, Jimmy Graham was a pretty solid tight end for him. He was better with the Saints. He was more in his prime there, but uh, still solid with the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers loses yet another weapon. So basically, you got Devontae Adams. You got Aaron Jones, definitely. Aaron Jones has been incredible for them. But that pass game, their offensive line struggled this year, and they don't have anyone around Devontae Adams. So now, teams start doubling Adams, obviously. He's one of the fastest receivers in the league, one of the best receivers in the league. You're going to start doubling up on him almost every single play. 
he's going to get frustrated. He's not getting the ball, and you have nobody else who's solid who can get the ball. So just another hole for the Packers to fill uh, at the playmaker position. Uh, this is really mm, it, it's tough for them. I'm not exactly sure what their thinking was. Uh, obviously, he's getting older. He didn't have a great year this year, but we'll just have to see what happens. If he re-signs with somebody, that would be interesting to see. Um, leave a comment on our Instagram. Let us know what you think. Jimmy Graham, what does the future hold? Um, is this a significant thing for the Packers, or are we all just hyping this up for nothing? So uh, Jimmy Graham will be released. An interesting story there. All right. Another piece of news here, the Oklahoma Sooners Pro Day just happened, and we're going to be breaking down some Pro Days as they happen more and more, but Oklahoma was the first, you know, huge contender school that had their Pro Day. Uh, I just want to break down a couple things. First off, CeeDee Lamb made another uh, pretty unbelievable catch. I mean, this is nothing new for him. He's going to go in the top 10 picks. He's the best receiver in this draft. Okay, I I don't care what anybody says. He is the best. He's better than Judy. He can make those spectacular grabs. I mean, this guy is incredible. Watch him. Watch his highlights. No one else in this draft can do what he does. It it shocks me. Every single game, he is finding ways to get open. He's breaking tackles, and he's making ridiculous grabs. Um, So we know CeeDee Lamb. Second one, Kenneth Murray, uh, he didn't really participate in any of the drills. He weighed in. Uh, he was, I believe, 242 pounds, not bad size. Uh, we know his he's got ridiculous quickness and uh, almost never misses a tackle. Very, very uh, consistent on that. But there were some questions over the season about his coverage that definitely lacked. Uh, he played mainly as a pass rusher. At Oklahoma, and when he was forced to go back into coverage, he didn't do great. So his main job should definitely be on a team rushing the quarterback, coming in on those blitzes. Uh, that would be a great job for him, and he did it uh, fantastically at Oklahoma. Uh, next is Neville Gallimore. Um, Neville Gallimore, he looks like a second-round guy. Um, he was a lot quicker on his uh, 20-yard shuffle today rather than Indianapolis, yet people were still impressed by his 40-yard dash in Indianapolis. Um, I believe it was like top five in D-lineman, which is huge because he's 300-plus pounds. Uh, Neville Gallimore, a huge nose tackle for Oklahoma. Not a bad pro day, you know. Yeah, I I would say it's an improvement from what he did in Indianapolis. Did his draft stock go dramatically up? No, it it didn't. I wouldn't say that it changed. So uh, that's Neville Gallimore. Then we get into quarterback Jalen Hurts. This is what you guys have all been waiting for. Now, Jalen Hurts, he had a pretty he had a good pro day. I'll give him that. Okay, he proved that arm strength and accuracy it, it's not really the issue for him. The issue is making the bad read. The issue is when your first progression isn't there, panicking and making a bad throw. That's what he did too many times against Oklahoma. Almost cost him the game against Baylor that first time. So, you know, a little off on his timing there, but overall, accuracy, pretty good. 
I think he's impressing a lot of scouts with accuracy and um, with arm strength. That's not going to be the problem with him. He's also, he did great rushing the ball at OU. Um, A couple fumbles, he needs to definitely uh, be more sure-handed with the ball. I mean, Lamar Jackson almost never fumbles. I believe he had, what, like three this year, if that. So Jalen Hurts has to be more sure-handed, and he has to make better reads at quarterback. He's got to have that quarterback mindset that we always talk about. All the greats, they have that. So that's going to be Jalen Hurts' main thing, seeing if he can, when his first progression isn't there, seeing if he panics or if he doesn't, because he panicked too many times at Oklahoma, and uh, that's really hurt him in the draft stock. We have him, if you watched our mock draft, we had him going round two. I can't remember to who, but round two seems like a good fit. Round one seems too soon for him. I mean... Round one, you're talking about Tagovailoa, Herbert, uh, Burrow, those guys. He's not up there with them, okay? He, he's a tier down from that. Round three, possibly. I mean, it, it depends on what team, which direction teams choose to go. So uh, it, it should be very interesting to see, but that's going to be Oklahoma's Pro Day recap. All right, so the last piece of news here is the news that is all over the country, all over the world. It's about the coronavirus. How will that – we have a question for you. We want to see you guys talk to us, respond to us. Um, You can DM us at Instagram at Fanalyze Sports. That's F-A-N-A-L-Y-Z-E Sports. Uh, We want to hear this answer. How will the coronavirus – affect the NFL. We see now that March Madness, the biggest college basketball event um, of the season, will be played without fans. There was just an NBA game that was canceled. Um, Soccer games in Europe are being played without spectators. We want to know how this will affect the NFL. Uh, I really think that if it continues to grow at the rate it is in America, we could be seeing an entire NFL season without fans, and that would be crushing. Fans, they are half the excitement of the game. So uh, that's that whole situation. We're going to leave that up in the air. DM us. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear some feedback. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, hey, Alex will be back Friday. I can promise you that. So we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.